I'm from 92nd in Nashville, formerly 33rd in Emerald, with the same old fantasy football talk. 12 degenerates from Oak Lawn compete to be the champion. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Find out this week on the Fantasy Lounge with your host, Randy Hansen. And Mike Prada. As a gym coach, he was a natural. Show me some hustle! Here's this week's edition of the Fantasy Lounge. And we are live in the Fantasy Lounge. As always, it's just the commish. Another week has come. We had a pass last week because you, you expect Trotta to actually take it over. Mikey Mack on the ones and twos. He's nowhere to be found. Um, the commission is doing a solo podcast this week for week 13, the last week of the regular season. Thanksgiving week, a lot's going on, a lot's happening, but... We should have a special guest coming to you live via the telephone, Dave Steuben. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Good, how are you? It's good, man. You know, it's another it's another podcast where the commission is forced to do it by himself. Yeah, and it, coming in, uh, helping out here a little bit, so it's not, uh, not boring. I know, it's tried. It's, at least someone's going to be not stuttering, you could say, and uh, has some concept of the English language. Oh, I don't know about that, but... But it's week 13, that's what I was saying. Big week, Thanksgiving's tomorrow. And uh, how you feeling going into this week, Dave? Feeling good. I uh, don't really have anything to worry about except trying to win 100 bucks if, uh, if I can be the division champion. And uh, other than that, made the playoffs. Looking good. And uh, feeling good. How long of a layoff has it been since you made the playoffs? I think... Uh, three or four years, I would have to check. So you gotta love that. You gotta love that going into your thirtieth birthday coming up, kid. Thirtieth birthday, yeah, and uh, also have the least amount of points in our league. So I guess it doesn't matter about points; it just matters about luck. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's a game of luck sometimes. It's how you roll the dice. But speaking of Thanksgiving, with with Thanksgiving a day away, Dave, there's an age-old American question. Which side dish do you prefer? Stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce? And since it's week 13, and the last week before the fantasy playoffs, we're going to play a little who would you rather have an extra helping of on your fantasy roster. So I'm, I'm going to list off some guys and say who would you rather have, okay, Dave? For the, I, can't have, I can't have the stuffing, mashed potatoes, and the cranberry sauce? No, it's a recession Thanksgiving. You know how it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, only get, you only get one on the... On the link card. On the fantasy lounge? Yeah, you only get one on the link card in the fantasy lounge. But that's, let's go at the quarterback position, Dave. Uh, All right. Right now, going forward from week 13 on into the playoffs, who would you rather have? We're going to go Aaron Rodgers or Kyler Murray? Uh, that's a tough one. Probably Aaron Rodgers. Just because it's going in the end of the season. It's getting cold. He's been there. I know he hasn't been playing great like lately. And last week it was one of his worst games ever. And we all—I don't know if everybody's seen all of uh, Mikey Meltdown's Snapchats, but they're pretty funny. Guys like under a blanket in the dark in his basement. I, I think he was crying. I couldn't tell, but because uh, Aaron Rodgers had such a bad game. But I think going forward, Aaron Rodgers should be a lot better. You—you you would think. I—I—I I, I have to say, like, I agree with Mike. Mike, there was no. 
sense of urgency in that offense. There was zero. When you look, and they got the absolute doors blown off them. For some reason, Aaron Rodgers does not play well in his home state. Do you think it's like he's maybe afraid he might see his family members in the crowd or what? Maybe, yeah, I don't know. He's probably seen, I've probably seen the playoffs uh, before he's actually seen his family. In the last four years, I'm, I'm guessing. That's actually that's a good over-under right there. Um, let's just break it down by the numbers. So Aaron Rodgers in the last four games, he's been ranked quarterback 27, averaging 13.8 fantasy points, only 166 yards passing, and .07 TDs. Next three weeks, he plays the Giants, the Redskins, and the Bears. Yeah, I mean, the Giants, they're one of the worst teams against the pass, so he should get going this week. Then Washington is... Nothing to be scared of. Then he always tears apart the Bears, so uh, you could probably chalk up the next three weeks to being pretty good. And then he's playing Minnesota, who's not as good as they were last year uh, to finish out the season. But Yeah, that would be in the championship and stuff like that, yeah. week 16. Or the teach championship, you never know. And then, comparably to Kyler Murray in the last four games, he's been ranked QB number two, averaging 32.22 fantasy points a game. He's passing for over 238 yards. He's rushing for over 46 yards a game, and he's averaging about 2.6 TDs a game. Next three weeks, he has the Rams, Steelers, Browns, all at home. Uh, not looking at this, though. Surprising, I actually, I just pulled up Lace's team, and he's put up 29, 35, and 32 in the last three weeks and two of those weeks were against San Francisco but he's going late's going back to Matt Ryan this week so uh that's I think that's kind of interesting <laughs> why you would you would pull out Kyler Murray but well, I'm still gonna go Aaron Rodgers going well well to late's defense he he did he's not know late. that Tannehill was the quarterback for the Tennessee Titans for the last six weeks he we were sitting down on the couch Sunday and he asked when did Tannehill become the starter so no, that's, uh, it's, and somehow he's leading our league, so that just speaks to the quality of guys that are in our, our fantasy league. You know what he said, though? Sometimes it's analysis by paralysis by analysis or whatever he said. So maybe if you just don't give a fuck, you might be better at fantasy football. I might... Yeah, I'm kind of taking that approach this year, so firsthand I think it works. I know. Last week I, I went and took a yoga class, you know, didn't pay attention to the game until about one, barely drank. Well, my choice, though. I need. I needed something different. I was on a six-game skid. Things were looking worse. But hey, some, you actually you got a chance at, at making it. You know, there's a slight chance, but I know we'll br- we'll break it down later. All you want is a chip and a chair. That's all you say. All you want is a chip and a chair. Um, but let's move on. Let's move on to the guy that handles the rock, uh, the running back position. Two players on the same teams we just covered. Who would you rather have, Aaron Jones or Kenyon Drake? That's a tough one because Aaron Jones on the season, I think he's leading the league in rushing touchdowns. That's like 11 or something. He's got 14 on the year. But Kenyon Drake's been great for the last two, three weeks with uh, David Johnson. That Who knows what he's going to be for the last few weeks because the guy's just kind of disappeared. Uh, they also got Chase Edmonds coming back. But I'm going to have to go with Aaron Jones, I think. I don't know. Question mark? Was there a question mark on the teleprompter? I think so. Just because Jamal Williams has been looking pretty decent, too, out there with them. I just don't understand what the Packers' offense really is. Um, you know, they said, like, Matt LaFour coming in, like, he's an offensive genius. and like, But statistically, they've been a worse off. They've been worse than they were under McCarthy. Aaron Rodgers' yep. QBR is down. Um, I just 
I think there's no, like we, we touched upon earlier, I just don't think there's any sense of urgency in that offense. And the offense hasn't decided if it wants. Let Aaron Rodgers just throw the ball. Like, I just don't get it. Well, but, yeah, you got Aaron Jones, and, and since week six, an 8, an 18, 41, a 3, a 27, and then a 3. So it's like either you get a really, really good game from him or you, you don't see him at all. Yeah, Chase Edmonds is back healthy or he's back active, so that's something to monitor. Might be a three-headed horse in, for the Cardinals. Uh, breaking down by the numbers, Aaron Jones, the last four games, he's been ranked running back 25, averaging only 11.6 fancy points a game, only rushing for 53.7 yards, and he's only averaging one catch. But he is averaging a TD. He's been getting in the end zone constantly. Um, yeah. Kenyon Drake, he's last four games, he's running back nine, averaging 17.4 points a game, 75 rushing yards, and 5.5 catches a game. Yeah, I mean, so, the only thing is, Ken, uh, Kenny and Drake's not getting in the end zone, so you don't know if that like comes back to the mean kind of thing for like Aaron Jones since he's been. But they give him a ton of goal line work. Both are running yeah. backs, him and Jamal Williams. I mean, in Kenny and Drake's, he's done it against the let's see the two best basically uh, rushing defenses in the NFL, uh, San Francisco twice and Tampa Bay, and in those three games, he put up a twenty-eight, a ten, and a fourteen. So. He doesn't have that great of a schedule coming up, though. He's playing the Rams, uh, the 19th, Pittsburgh's 27th, uh, Cleveland 21st, and Seattle 23rd. So he's got some tough matchups. All right. Moving on, we're going to move on to the guys that catch the ball, the old ball catchers. You know what I'm saying? We got at the wide receiver position, we got Julio Jones or DJ Moore. Who would you rather have? I like I like DJ Moore. I, I feel like Julio Jones is either banged up or I don't know. You know, I feel like he's always banged up, and he's having a good season, but not the Julio Jones that we know. And DJ Moore has been just super consistent in the last four or five weeks. And he's young; he's ready to go. Uh, Carolina kind of sucks, so they're always throwing. Um, I, I'm gonna go with DJ Moore. It's kind of crazy, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, Allen has shown. I mean, he had the one terrible game where he threw six picks. And they got the doors blown off them by uh, San Francisco, right? Yeah. Yeah. Besides that, I mean, like, Carolina might have their franchise quarterback going forward, at least in next year. And he's cheap, so that's something to monitor because Cam's been hurt. I think they're gonna, Cam's going to walk away at the end of the season. DJ Moore in his second season has really come along. In the last four games, he's been ranked wide receiver four. He's averaging 21.7 points a game. This is the big part for me. 7.5 receptions and over 110 yards. Uh, during that stretch. And DJ Moore has been targeted 45 times since week nine, which is most among NFL wide receivers. And then the next three games, he's got Washington at Atlanta and uh, home against Seattle. So, and then, and then, and then we go to Julio. Julio has been ranked wide receiver 39 the last four games, averaging only 12.5 fantasy points. 4.7 4.7 receptions, about 80 yards receiving. But here's the main thing, and it's been the same Julio narrative for the last two, I would say two to three years. He hasn't scored a touchdown since week three. It's just, it, well, it's mind-blowing that a guy with so many physical gifts cannot find the end zone for Atlanta. And the next three I mean, games, yeah, the next three games they got New Orleans. Awesome. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I said they got the next three games they got New Orleans, Carolina, and at San Francisco. So it's yeah. it's no easy benchmark going forward. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's like the they're like the same thing with like the Bears or the Packers. Like, what's their offense right now? You know, they have so many good parts, but they just can't put it together this season. 
I know. Right, right when you think the why am I Dan Quinn? Right when you think he's on the hot seat and he's going to be gone, they win those two games out of nowhere. And it's like, is he saved or is he is he gone next year? You, you don't really know. Yeah, they lose what six in a row, and then they beat New Orleans at New Orleans, twenty six to nine. And so. then who? And then they beat Carolina. Yeah, but then they lost last week to Tampa Bay, which is not good. Yeah, Jameis, you know, I had a bet at the beginning of the season over under six and a half wins for Tampa Bay, and it's like Tampa Bay just rattle off two. They're at like four wins right now. I'm like, can we just stop winning Tampa Bay? But Well, uh, they might win one more. Who knows? Yeah, just stay just stay under seven. That's what I need. All right, that, that pretty much sums up a little helping of Thanksgiving food. You know what I mean? What's What's your favorite side dish from Thanksgiving, Dave? Uh, probably stuffing and mashed potatoes. Honestly, you, you don't peg you don't peg me as a cranberry guy. I do like cranberry, but out of the can, I'm a ghetto motherfucker. I that that's my favorite thing. The only time of year I eat is cranberry out of the can. It's delicious. Exactly. It's probably all sugar and like gelatin, but you gotta you mean, love. It. Yeah. Yeah, you take it out of the can. It's got the ridges on it. It looks like a can. It looks like Jello. Just give me a spoon. Just give me a spoon, and we'll spoon it. Let's go. You just put that on everything. You just smush it in everything. Absolutely. And that's what I do. You just you just eat everything all at once. All right, all right. Moving on to the next segment. I'm not going to be able to do it justice because Trotta's nowhere to be found. Mikey Mack wants. Deep sea divers, get your scuba gear, get your snorkel, because we're going deep. We're going real deep. Real, real deep. We're going deep. You get the the get the waiters on and all that bullshit, but yeah, we're going deep sea divers, and right away I'm gonna go at the wide receiver position. Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb's owning 34 percent of leagues, has been popping off as that number two uh, number two target for Dak Prescott. Has dropped a 22 a 21 a 12 in the last three weeks. And with Buffalo coming to town on Turkey Day in a short week, he could possibly be a good flexer. Or uh, start like a wide receiver three. Yeah, I like it because uh, Buffalo's got uh, shut down corner and what's his name, Tredavious White. So he should be over Cooper. So that should open it up for uh, for him and uh, what's his name, uh, the wide re- other wide receiver. Uh, That's their Mike- Michael. Stump. Yeah, Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup. There we go, Michael Gallup. Him and Michael Gallup should should have a pretty decent game. Uh, I don't see it being a high scoring game, but. It should open up some short passes for uh, for Randall Cobb, who's come out of nowhere the last three weeks. I know, like he's like he's hitting the fountain of youth. Like you thought, like Randall Cobb was like one foot out the door out of the league, and lately he's been playing great. Make it some spectacular catches. So you got you got to love to see that. Dak's been playing very well this season. I think he's been underappreciated how well he's been playing. His contract here. Um, I think Dallas. Buffalo is a different team on the road. I think, and especially a short week. I think Dallas on Thanksgiving is like a lock. I think Dallas is going to have like a really good game, like a coming out party, especially after that mismanaged game in New England last week by uh, the good old head coach you got there, uh, Jason Garrett. Yeah, Jason Garrett. Basically, the headline now is uh, if they don't win the Super Bowl, he's basically fired. Yeah, when Jerry Jones says like, "Hey, it's not a personnel issue." It's like uh, then what? What? It's like when you're like not pointing the finger, but you are pointing the finger. Like who? who then what is it then? Um, they have one of the best lines, some of the best wide receivers, and obviously Zeke's good. 
Dak's been pretty good. They could probably use a tight end, but yeah, their offense is pretty good. Yeah, and their and their defense is manager. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. last in the league. It's not top, but it's definitely good enough to win you to be better than their record, especially in the East. Um, moving on, we're gonna go back to running back position. We got a guy named Benny Snell Jr. running back for Pittsburgh. He's owned twenty one percent of leagues. Took over as a lead back last week with James Conner and Jalen Samuel banged up. He had 21 rushes for 95 yards. And now with Mason Rudolph bench because he was killing the team. <laughs> Look for Duck to rely on the running game to get the offensive going. Um, and then there was some uh, reports already. James Conner was on their local radio station. He said, I, James Conner, I do not see him playing again this week. So I think uh, Benny Snell is a good pickup. Yeah, they said he's gonna. It's, he said he needs a little bit more time, uh, but also Jalen Samuels is is healthy, so he might cut into some of Benny Snell's touches. But he should still be involved in the game. Very nice. Do you have any uh, deep sea divers for us, Dave? I do, and it's uh, it's one of your favorites. Can Who? you guess? I hope it's Andy Dalton. It is Andy Dalton. Seven percent owned in Yahoo. Uh, but before he was benched on his birthday, as you like to tell everyone on Sundays when you're six Barry Wise in, uh, on his birthday he had one of his best games. But five of eight games that he played this season was over 20 points in fantasy. And then his next four games he plays the Jets, the Browns, the Pats, and the Dolphins. So obviously Patriots, that's going to be a tough game. But three of those four are in the bottom half of the league and uh, giving up passing yards. So he's got weapons there. He comes into a, a situation that he already knows, so. For the Jets, the Browns, and the Dolphins games, it might be a nice play for you. You know, I was really thinking about when I'm making this playoff push that it would make it full circle if I just start Andy Dalton. And, you know, they the Bengals can they can win a game and still get the number one pick. So that's why I think Andy Dalton's back in the mix because the other guy they had, what was it, Allen? What was his name? I, I don't know. I don't know. Another redhead guy, he blows. Yeah. Uh, I love to see, yeah, I'd love to see Andy Dalton get some work. Maybe a revenge game for Andy Dalton. Um, but I don't have the ball, so I couldn't do it. So yeah, I, uh, I, w- I wanted to pick him up, but I feel like if I just threw him in, and, uh, he would probably put up like a five and get injured. So I'm, I'm not going to do that to myself. Yeah, it's, it's like I don't even know what do you, like Jared Goff's playing against the worst pass uh, uh, passing defense. In Arizona, and it's like Jared. I can't even trust myself to play Jared Goff. Yeah, and I and I played myself last week in uh, in the waiver wire, dropping Tannehill, and then you picked him up because I think he's actually going to be pretty good for the, uh, the rest of the year. So, you, you did pick up Nick Foles, which is not, I didn't pick up Foles. You don't have Foles? No. Who is Foles? No, that'd be Channel, I believe. Oh, oh, whatever. All right, that that wraps up. Now let's bring it back up. I don't know how Trotter transitions. You know how he does. Let's bring it back yeah. up from the deep sea. We're coming back. We're coming back on land for a segment. Yeah, Take a deep breath. We're here. Okay, we made it. Yeah, thirteen weeks. Trotter's probably been a a part of deep sea divers probably for like ten. Because yeah, or give or take. Every time he loses, he he hasn't answered any of my text messages in about five days. Um, it's fantastic. Anyways, this this next segment, set your your DraftKings. What's the other one? Uh, if we do FanDuel, FanDuel, set it, forget it. A big money payout. 
We got the Daily Daves. Dave, what do we have in store for us this week in Week 13? So, well, actually, I, I won, the other day I won $18, $18 like $18.50 on a five-man game. Uh, it was a Thursday, no, Monday night game. And uh, had Lamar Jackson in the MVP slot, obviously put up like six touchdowns. Ingram, both kickers, and then, uh forgot who else, somebody else, but ended up coming in 45th place out of like 5,000 people. There you go, so, kid. I can't, can't complain with that. But this week, so I'm using, I'm not doing Thursday night games. I'm doing every Sunday t- uh, Sunday games only. Uh, so so no Thanksgiving games, unfortunately. Um, so quarterback, I'm going Aaron Rodgers. We talked about him earlier. It's 8,100 bucks against the Giants. They're 26 against the pass. Uh, they gave up 28 points per game, so that's why I was saying Aaron Rodgers should get. It should be one of those get-right games for him. Uh, he should throw at least two or three touchdowns. Uh, then I got Miles Sanders, 5,800 playing against Miami. They're the 31st against the rush, so the, one of the worst teams. They give up 148 yards per game. Uh, Jordan Howard probably not playing this week. His shoulders banged up. They do have Jaya, but uh, that's uh, afterthought. Uh, so Miles Sanders should get you some catches, maybe in the end zone for fifty eight hundred bucks. Is good value. Uh, Austin Eckler, your other running back, sixty seven hundred against Denver, twenty first against the uh, Rush. Uh, Eckler is just like a, a plug and play guy. Averages six catches per game and also eighty three total yards. So right there, that's a fourteen, uh, almost fourteen and a half points uh, just off of that. And then you got Chris Godwin. He's eighty two hundred bucks against Jacksonville. He's leading the league with nine touchdowns. And he also averages 97 yards per game, so another guy you can just plug and play. A uh, guy below him, DJ Shark, $6,900 against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is the worst against the pass. He has eight reception uh, touchdowns. He's second only to Godwin uh, in the NFL in receiving touchdowns. And then you got my guy, Devontae Parker. Everybody made fun of me for trading for him, like $6,000 against Philly. Last four weeks of 12, 17, to 10, 14. Uh, so should get you over 10 points at least. Uh, then Hunter Henry, 6,600 against Denver. They're third overall, uh, or he's third overall, I'm sorry, in yards per game for tight ends. So you get 70 yards per game and 5.5 uh, catches per game. Also, uh, DJ Moore, that's your flex. We talked about him earlier, 6,800 bucks, which is a steal. Uh, 28-13, 16-13 in uh, the last four weeks, averaging 82 yards per game, which is sixth in the NFL right now for wide receivers. And your defense... I know we just talked about Andy Dalton, but I'm hoping that uh, he sucks this week against the Jets. Jets are averaging 8.8 points per game. Uh, last three weeks, 18 and 9 and 16, and since he is the 26th ranked offense this year. So hopefully uh, the Red Rocket can come in and fumble and throw a few interceptions. Uh, but that's your daily day this week. All right, Dave. Hopefully uh, you set that lineup, get some money. Um, speaking of the Jets, before I uh, let you go. How about Sam Darnold getting back on the horse, just getting drunk and making out random women in clubs? Love it. They you got to. Not only did you just come off of uh, Evan Mono, but hey, get out there, kid, and try to get it again. Why not? Yeah, just okay. random, random broads. Who hasn't been there at age twenty-two after a big win? Get out there and uh, let your hair down a little. You know, get back on the horse. Yeah, we've all been there before. Um, like I said, Dave, appreciate you helping out with the podcast uh, this. This week, um, any any last thoughts going into week thirteen and going into the playoffs? Uh, I'll give you twenty bucks if you drop Ryan Dan- Tannehill. <laughs> um, that's kind of a thing you text me now. Now it's out on the air. It's a little collusion. Damn uh, it! 
I've, I haven't won a week yet for like for most money, so that we'll see. Uh, we'll see after this week how it, how it plays out. We could we could kick the wheels on that uh, proposition later on. All right, sounds good. But I appreciate it, Dave. Uh, you have a very good, happy Thanksgiving. Eat a lot. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know I will. And then look forward to seeing you this weekend. That's right. Bring your chicken wings, $20 a piece. Later. Later. All righty then. That was Dave with the Daily Daves. Got to appreciate Dave for coming on. A little shout out, helping out with the podcast. I sent out a group message to the league. Hey, struggling for uh, the the podcast in a little turmoil, struggling for people to get on. And uh, Dave's the only one that reached out, so you, you got to love that. Um, moving on, we're going to talk, uh, we're going to break down a little Soul Out TDs league. We're going to do a little week 12 recap. Um, last week, I, the commish, finally got a dub after losing six straight against Waldo. I won 121-106. to 106. Uh, Tom Squad, which is Steuben, beat Channel. Dave, Dave Sniff's AB's Farts, 138-117. Uh, to 117. King of the Hill won a close game against, uh, which is Simo, he won a close game against Epstein Didn't Kill Himself, which is McCarthy, 138-137. to 137. And if you look back at that game, the deciding factor was Todd Gurley only getting 4.9. You know, he almost, uh, McCarthy almost came back with Mark Ingram, dropped at 24, but then they bench him at the end of the game, and you hate to see that if you're a McCarthy, if you're a McCarthy fan. Uh, but both of them are trying to make that playoff push. Uh, Mikey Playoffs lost last week to... Um, gonna breeze right by you, which is Gallagher. Gallagher won one thirty two to one hundred three. Um, Mikey playoffs. The 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 team name change might uh, be the kiss of death. We'll never know. Well, I mean, we will know. We'll we gotta wait to see. And then, of course, late one again, dropping a one fifty two. Go DJ. That's my DJ. He won against Ryan more than a Thielen. Ryan only dropped a seventy six. Hate to see that. And then Lewis. By uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, ran by Lamar Jackson's team. Lamar's attacks beat Andy. Spot start King, uh, one forty five to one twelve. A little tidbit about Lamar Jackson: he only passed for like one hundred sixty five yards and five TDs. I cannot remember the last time that stat line was used for a quarterback to be so efficient. And their offense is just clicking on all cylinders. It's going to be a fun game this week when they play San Francisco. A little breakdown in the league. Going into week 13, there's six people fighting for two playoff spots. Right now, Late's clinched, uh, Channel's clinched, Dave's clinched, and Lewis is clinched. And then we got a bunch of people floating around. We got two. We got Wasimo at 6-6 six and, six and Ryan at 6-6. Six and six. I'm 5-7. and seven. Trot is 5-7. And, and then Gallagher's 5-7. So it's all guys that are searching. So there's about... And then McCarthy as well is five and seven, so we're all right in that range. You gotta love to see the parity in this league would keep it competitive to last week. So there's a lot going on. Um, so let's break down week thirteen, the commission's picks. We would set two minutes on the clock, but we know I'll never, I'll never finish in time. Um, Breaking down the first game, we got Dave Sniff's AB's farts versus King of the Hill, and it's a big game for Simo to win right now. Projected. Uh, Channel's projected 135. Seamless projected 128. 
Seymour's going with Sam Darnold against uh, Cincy. I actually like that play a lot. Hopefully Sam Darnold didn't waste all that energy on last week's game and last week going out, make it out with hot chicks. But he's starting Tyreek Hill, Robbie Anderson, a little combo. Ridley with a banged-up Julio, that's nice. Todd Gurley, Kenyon Drakes, uh, Cook, Maher, and the Chargers D at Denver. They were looking, ooh, we got channel star Nick Foles, Godwin Hopkins, Conley, Aaron Jones, Jordan Howard. Doesn't look like he's going to play, so he's going to have to find another running back. Um, and Yeah, he's got Marlon Mack that's out. He might have to start like a Benny Snell. Um... Interesting, interesting, interesting. I kind of like, I kind of like Simo to win this game. I think uh, Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson hook up again for uh, for a lot of points. Um, I think Gurley may this might be like a get right game for Gurley and the Rams because the Rams offense has looked terrible, and I do believe McVeigh is better. And they say like McVeigh was the offensive genius of our generation, and he's been playing like. He's been looking like absolute trash, but we'll see. I think this is a get-right game for them, so I'm taking Simo. Moving on, we got Epstein didn't kill himself, which is McCarthy versus Dave. Uh, Tom squad, McCarthy's projected 131, Dave's projected 129. McCarthy's got Mahomes. He's got Marvin Jones. Landry's been killing, absolutely killing. He's got Williams now with Renthro out that could potentially open up more targets for him. He's got that dual combo of Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. He's got Evan Ingram, Elliott, and Jacksonville and D. Um, versus Steuben, which is he's got Tom Brady, Allen Robinson, Sutton, Parker, Henry, Miles Sanders, George Kittle, Tucker, and Rams D against Arizona. I hmm. I like McCarthy in this game to win. And I hate to see that because uh, it's going to come down to the wire. I'd like McCarthy to win. I don't. I just don't see Tom Brady dropping a 25 at Houston. That offense has kind of been abysmal. See, I think it might be a low-scoring game. And this is getting that time of the year, like in December, where New England really runs the rock and tries to control the pace of the offense and uh, the game flow. So, And then we, we will see from there. Allen Robinson versus Detroit, hopefully – he pops off again for Dave, but I think Landry's been killing, and I don't know what you're gonna get on Marvin Jones because you got Burrow starting for the third, the third string quarterback for Detroit. Ooh, I might have to change this. Um, I just think the running back combination of Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara, I'm sorry, um, is going to be the difference for McCarthy in this game. Moving on, we got Mikey Playoffs versus Lamar's Attack. That's uh, Trotter versus Lewis. I think Lewis is going to win this game. He's got Lamar Jackson, Tyler Lockett, Christian Kirk. Juju, he's still banged up. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, Eckler, Henry. First, Trotter's got Rodgers, Evans, Debo Samuels, Larry Fitz, Jacobs. Melvin Gordon, Zach Ertz, Cleveland D. I don't like the Cleveland D play, especially with pretty much all the guys still suspended. Um, I think, yeah, this might get to be the get-right game for Aaron Rodgers. I think this game's going to come down to what Trotter gets out of Larry Fitz and Debo Samuels. 
Um, I could see Trot actually pulling this game out because Juju's not going to play, so Lewis is going to have to start probably, if I would guess, probably I would start Brown, uh, Marquez Brown, so you got the connection between him and Lamar Jackson. Um, but I think I think Trotta, I think this might be one of the closest game of the week. So we will see from there. I'm going to pick Trotta. And he's going to get pissed because I'm giving the kiss of death. Um, I said Lewis. I'm going to pick Trotta. We're going to go with Trotta. All right. Moving on. We got Go DJ. That's my DJ Lath versus Waldo. Uh, the Waddles, the Wadleys, whatever you want to call them. Um, Lath is just, until Lath gets beaten, it's like one of those things where you got to pick him. Um, Julio's banged up for Waldo. Hasn't gotten the end zone. He's the the start of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. I just do not like. But and he's starting Higby at as a tight end, which is hurting. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go late with that one. Even though it all depends if it's like late start like Detroit D versus Chicago with a third string quarterback. I just I just don't understand late, but I can't question him until. He gets something else. And he's starting Matt Ryan against New Orleans. I don't get that either. Why won't you start Kyler Murray? But it's late, so just let the as long as he keeps winning, let him do his thing. Alright, moving on. We're gonna go gonna breeze right by you. That's Gallagher versus Spot Star King. That's Andy. Andy's currently three and nine, looking like he's making a solid teach run. He's got Andy's got Jameis, Tyler Boyd, Edelman, T. Y. Hilton. He's got Zeke, McKissick. Vance McDonald, Lambeau, and Dallas D. Versus Gallagher's got Breeze, Adams, Woods, John Brown, Carson, Philip Lindsay. Uh, he's starting uh, Dallas Goddard and Goddard and Carolina D versus Washington. I think uh, I think Gallagher wins. It's going to be really interesting. It's going to come down to points, I think, in this league for that uh, for that third spot. And then last but not least, it's the commission versus Ryan. More than Thielen. Adam Thielen's kind of banged up. We're going to see. It might be the revenge game for Ryan because he's got Keenan Allen, which I traded. For, and I traded Keenan Allen away so he can come back to hurt me. It's Mike uh, Carson Wentz versus Miami. You got to love that, even though Carson Wentz has been struggling. Jameson Crowder versus Cincy. Hopefully, Barkley doesn't go off against Green Bay. And James White doesn't get checked on City. Um, and then uh, New England D versus Houston. I don't know. It looks like I'm starting Tannehill and OBJ, Cooper Cup, Amari Cooper, McCaffrey, Sony, Waller. Hopefully Waller gets some targets now that, like I said, Renfro is out. Um, so we will see. Feeling confident. Hopefully I punch my ticket to the playoffs if I get this win, especially for the amount of points I have. I should be okay. But we will see on Sunday. We will see. We'll have to... I think this one's going to be come down the wire. I know Ryan, he said he's going to be sitting right next to me, give it uh, the entire Sunday ride my ass. So we will, uh, we'll see if I get that dub. Hopefully he doesn't come dressed as the same outfit that Lath wore, um, which he dressed like the Grim Reaper and pretty much rocked my fantasy core. So we, so we're hoping, we're hoping I get a dub, but like I said, all you want is a chip and a chair. So that's uh, week 13 commission's picks. Uh, good luck to everyone in week 13 trying to make that playoff push, setting themselves up for success into the playoffs. 
And now, last but not least, we're going to end the segment with the mortgage payment. Um, try to win you some money for the holiday season coming up. You know, there's a lot of gifts to be to be bought. There's Thanksgiving, a lot of meals. You know, like we said before, you got to get the stuff and got to get the turkey. A um, little mortgage payment. Number one, we're going to go Bears minus four and a half at Lions. Taking the Bears um, on Thanksgiving, uh, the favorites are whoever is favorited is like has an outrageous um, record. So I like the Bears versus the third string quarterback. I think the Bears win by like six. And um, if the Bears look terrible, this will be like the, the Bears win. Maybe the Bears are back. Who knows? But I'm just taking the Bears. Um, next, I'm going to take Packers minus six and a half at Giants. I, like I said, I think this is the revenge game for the for Green Bay after putting up a dud against San Francisco on Sunday Night Football. And Aaron Rodgers might go off for a big number. Next, I like Oakland plus 10 against the Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs haven't been really blown out teams. It's been close games when they win. I like a division opponent getting... Um, Double-digit points, so I'm going to take Oakland in that. I think the Chiefs win, but I'm going to take Oakland in that uh, in that game. And then a little parlay, a little turkey day parlay. Three teams, all on Thanksgiving. I'm taking Bears, Cowboys, Saints, money line. Book it. I think, like I said before, the, the favorites are, they have like an ungodly record on uh, Thanksgiving. So it's, uh, hopefully that gets a little money in your pockets going forward and all right that sums up episode 20 of season five breaking breaking down week 13 uh, sold out t's fantasy lounge um like i said send out to the group chat we're having a little uh, wings giving on sunday everyone bring over like 20 wings or so we'll uh eat we'll wrap up the regular season hopefully everyone gets what they want uh that playoff berth and uh, going forward into the playoff, making that uh, that huge playoff push to win a fantasy championship, that long-coveted fantasy championship. Like I said, it's always nice uh, to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter. Um, shout out the league. Give us, a, give us a follow. Give us a like. Listen to us up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. But always, it's always good for you guys to come back and relax in the lounge. And that's it for us. So good night.